everyone and welcome to Horror Cafe where we're serving up a cup of horror one episode at a time. I'm Jackie. I'm Erica. And we continue with Elevated Horror Month. This is episode 17 and we are talking about It Comes at Night. We should actually just change the name to A24 Month because everything this month is A24. Really? All three of them yeah. are? I thought about it. You know it, what? Actually. Yes, that's right. We did talk about that. Yeah. We should just call it A24 months. Pretty much. But elevated horror works just <laughs> fine. What you drinking today in that cup of yours? Oh, I have a butter toffee iced coffee. Butter toffee iced coffee. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. very nice. And as you can see, I added some whipped cream to it. And I did a little bit of shaving of some espresso, chocolate espresso beans. Oh my god, that is so fancy. You can be a barista. Sure. <laughs> you can open up your own coffee shop. Now that sounds more like it. Now we we, we should. We should open Horror, Horror Cafe. Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could go off on so many ideas. Themes. Oh yeah. The names of drinks after but, but horror we've, we've talked about this so many times. I know. Maybe we should be about it instead of talking about it. Exactly. Hey, and everybody would come and flock to our cafe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right, I'm having an iced mocha from Aldi. Very nice. Aldi is, I know, I, I think we've talked about this before. I love Aldi. It's a great store. Yeah. Great grocery store with that Aldi finds in yeah. the middle. Oh my God, that little section <laughs> of Aldi finds is just terrible They've in really, a good way. <laughs> yeah, between them and Dollar Tree, five below. Right. I mean, you just have an Amazon, Timu. Uh, yeah. So much fun out there. It it is. Who knew? Yeah. That ten years ago, you would I wouldn't believe you that Amazon would be this insane. Timu mm -hmm. would exist now. Kind of like I'm going on there now to look if things are cheaper than on Amazon. Mm -hmm. And stores like Dollar Tree, Aldi, and Five Below exist. <laughs> exist yeah. and just have so much fun out there. You know what I like about Aldi? One what? of the things, one of the items <laughs> that we buy there that I really like, I what? love their candles. Their yes. three wick candles. They last a long time. They last a long time. They smell great. Yeah. And they're not expensive. They're, they're not right. like Bath other and body works or the other brand that's like $17, $20 for a yeah. candle. Yeah. No. And they're mm -mm. so good. Yeah. I love them. Every time I go, I buy one. And and like we said, they last a long time. Yep. And when the seasons come, they bring the seasonal candles. Mm -hmm. So they're always, you know, they're up to date. Yep. They sure they're are. They're hip. They know what's up. <laughs> well, we took this into another direction, didn't we? Yeah. So we recommend <laughs> shopping at Aldi. So there you go. Not only for the <laughs> awesome finds, but the food prices are awesome too. Yeah. Uh, I think especially so. nowadays when you gotta watch what you're spending at the grocery store. Yeah. You know? You Any gotta little do thing helps. Everything helps. Besides, I mean, I walk out of there with a ton of bags full of food compared to other grocery stores where I'll spend the same amount and uh, you know, it's yeah. two bags. This Not, is when you know you're an adult. You're talking about grocery shopping. This is it. That is and the, laundry. This is the epitome of life. <laughs> grocery shopping stores. Yes. Comparing. All right. Enough about that. <laughs> yep. Go on to the reading of the plot. 
After a mysterious apocalypse leaves the world with few survivors, two families are forced to share a home in an uneasy alliance to keep the outside evil at bay. Only to learn that the true horror may come from within. Dun, dun, dun. It's pretty much, yeah, that sums it up. Somewhat. Uh, at a bird's eye level, sure. sure. Yes, it does. I remember when this movie came out, and I did want to go watch this in the theater, but life happened, and we didn't get to go see it. I also don't remember it having any, if much high. I do remember the commercials. The commercials, I saw this somewhere when I was looking up information about this movie. The commercials were deceiving. Very deceiving. They were, because I looked them up, too. I wanted to see what they yeah. were. Um and it implies something that, well, we don't really even know. Right. It's not what you're going to get, what you think you're going to get in yeah. the movie. Yeah, it's very deceiving. I remember watching the commercials thinking it's it was going to be more like jump scares or some kind of other horror movie. Mm -hmm. This is a complete 360, in my opinion, from what the trailers were trying to portray, mm -hmm. which... I read online, like, some people were upset with that. Some were pleasantly surprised. It depends. This one's a very uh, polarizing a, movie. It's touchy as to whether you like it or not. And right. some people get it and some don't. And that's okay. And that's okay. I mean, that's the point of this. You don't mm -hmm. always agree and that's a-okay. Um, I don't know what I was trying to get at. Oh, right. So when it finally came on Netflix, mm -hmm. like, oh, great. And... You and I watched yes, it. Yes, we did. On one of our random movie nights back mm -hmm. then before we started the, the Podcast, show. Yeah. Um, and we did like it. I, I do remember, and I didn't remember too much about this movie. The end I kind of did and some of the stuff throughout, but I remember us being like, what? At first. Mm -hmm. But it's one of those movies, at least for you and I, I mean, I'm speaking for you, but you can obviously. I know in. where you're going. Yes, it stayed. It played right. in the back of our minds. Right. Which I always, that, that's either a good or bad thing. Mm -hmm. um, usually it's a good thing because it's just letting you really simmer on the movie. And in this case, this movie really, it's tailored to you to come up with your own conclusion. Yeah. yeah. Which I read is what the director that's what, wanted. Yeah, I was going to say, the director, um, what is it, Trey Schultz, I think is his last name. Mm -hmm. um, that was his intention, is for yeah. you to make it your own. Yeah, which I I don't know if I, I still don't know if I like that or not or in general because we've bitched about it in other movies where we're like, we want more. Mm -hmm. But then in some movies, we're like, it's okay. I don't uh, mind. I guess, I guess it depends on how well, it, how it's done. I, I have a theory on that. Okay. I And it exactly what you said. It mm -hmm. depends on how it's played yeah. in the movie itself that leads you to that inconclusive end. Yeah. Whether you're going to accept it or whether you're not going to accept it. Yeah. How it's presented throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. If they give you too much or if they don't give you enough, I'm assuming, is what gets you to when you get to the end, you're like, I don't know, I don't I didn't like this. Yeah. Or I did like it. I will right. say that it is funny how memory plays on you. Mm-hmm. There is I kept asking you during the movie, isn't this the part where this and this happens? Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if in my subconscious I was mixing the trailer, what I remembered mm. from the trailer with the actual movie because it's been a while since we saw it. Yeah, it's been a long so, time. So for some reason in my head, I kept thinking there's going to be a scene where this creature is there. 
Oh yeah, you in the did front, mention a creature yeah. in the front part of the of the of the house before you you know on the other side of the red door. Yeah, and I don't know if it's because I kept thinking about the trailer subconsciously because I hadn't yeah. looked anything up before I saw it. I wanted to be surprised by the Same. movie again because I didn't have a deep memory of it. Yeah, I remembered some things, mm-hmm. but it's funny how your mind plays tricks on you yes and you're in my mind i kept seeing it i could see it which is kind of creepy because i mean i this movie like i mentioned it doesn't give you a or the movie doesn't give you a lot of information Mm -mm. it's hard to i don't know what i'm trying to get at the point is this movie is polarizing Mm mm-hmm it doesn't give you information. You have to decide for yourself as the viewer if this is okay to, for you or not. Mm-hmm. And um, whether you want to be creative that day or not. Right. Because that's also the thing. Like, do you want to be creative and thinking of what's going on versus being, what is it, fed mm-hmm. to you? Yeah. Because I'm upset with, for example, the boogeyman where I wanted more information. Mm-hmm. Wasn't given it, and that's one of the things that bothered me about the movie mm-hmm. versus this that's not giving me anything yet. I'm fine with this movie. But there is a difference. The Boogeyman was a okay, meh kind of movie, so mm-hmm. it didn't deliver Yeah, I the guess. right way. This one, it's all... Is it and I love subliminal? the filming of yes. this movie as well. Yeah, the filming so, was beautiful. Yeah, well, you know, it's elevated horror. <laughs> that's part of the ticket. So, all right. Well, we can continue talking about that because I'm sure it's going to be the common theme of this, like piecing things together. Uh, shall we go into movie facts? It's um, not really sure. that much. Yeah. Go so ahead. movie facts, Rotten Tomatoes. Critics gave it 88 and the audience gave it 44. I am not surprised by these numbers at Neither all. Neither am I. It was released on June 9th of 2007. 17. <laughs> Um, it has a runtime of an hour and 37 minutes. You know that's perfect. This is, as I mentioned, uh, this is an A24 movie. It had a budget of, I don't know how you don't know the budget, but this is the information I found, of $2.4 to $5 million. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you... Numbers are numbers. That's a strange thing. <laughs> and it grossed $20 million. So either way, whether it was $2.4 or $5 million budget... They still made money. It still made money. Yeah. I did clearly appreciate this when I read this. The film takes influences from the Shining's Overlook Hotel in that the layout of the house is very vague mm-hmm. and very uh, properly established. And it's and funny. we mentioned that. We did, because I, I kept telling you this house is very confusing. Very. Like it's, the layout didn't make sense to me somehow. No, it, and it's huge. Yes, it is huge. It's huge. Thanks, Archie. Thanks. So... I, you know, I always love a good Shining shout out, reference, homages, all that kind of stuff. Of course you do. I did watch on YouTube somewhere, (laughs) somewhere in the internet, Mm -hmm. uh, a commentary, like it was a quick clip of uh, the director speaking about a certain scene and it's the scene in the movie where the two dads and the son are you know, out in the forest area by the house, the dog is tied up to the tree. Mm-hmm. They're chopping wood and just talking. Right. That's when the dog starts barking and escapes mm-hmm. that he loves that shot. He loves the shot that you get from behind the dog, which mm-hmm. is the poster, right. actually, yeah, 
Um, and I have to agree, I do like that shot too. I don't know what it is about it that you're, because you're in the dog's point of view and you're just like, what's there? I want to know what's there. And that he really enjoyed that shot in particular. And then when Travis, yeah, Travis is the son, runs off after the dog. There's like this beautiful fallen tree there. Mm -hmm. Like they found that and he loved filming that tree and getting those angles. So it was cool to watch or watch and hear him talk about right. a scene shot that they liked. And then I watched an interview of the family, the, mm-hmm. the son, the older son with the parents, and how they all like did activities together to kind of bond. Bond. And that's always, it made me wonder like, so when these people are done filming for the day, do they go hang out? Like, like a team building thing to try and get along better? It, I would think so. I would, I would think it would build. It, I, I I think it depends on if it's an on location yeah. or if it's a studio. Mm. Because if it's a studio, mm-hmm. I think they all just pack their shit up and go home and come back the next yeah, day. Yeah, but they can go after work, right? I, get, I mean, this is work for them. Like, hey, let's go bowling. To happy hour. <laughs> happy hour. I mean, depends on how early. Because I know these actors have to get up early sometimes. But mm-hmm. I'm just curious how... Because it happens at work now. And in your real life, that's work for them. It's just different work. And do they do these things? Or I can't imagine, because I'm sure it happens, because we've heard of people not getting along, when you have to work with somebody you despise or just don't want to be in the same room with, and you still have to be like, hey. Case in point, that show, Just Like Us. Um, Just Like Us. Just Like Us. Oh, my God. Just Like That. The oh, sex right. Kim yeah. Cattrall is coming back. Right. But she and Sarah Jessica Parker are still in the feud. Money talks, I guess. But how do you do that? How do know. you work with, money, I with guess someone? Can happen. <laughs> how do you work with someone that you, I mean, she clearly despises? Yeah. I don't know. I guess, like I said, when money talks, if you're paying, if you're being paid $10 million to do two episodes of something or five minutes of a movie and you have to do it with somebody you despise, that's a lot of money. Yeah. To just fake it for a little bit so and then be like, bye. You, you swallow your anger and you go yeah. forth. I would think. I mean, okay. hell, $10 million, even $1 million, I'd be like, well, it's a lot of money. <laughs> it is. So. I, I guess so. That makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, those are some extra little things I found online. Anything okay. else so we can dive on in? Uh, no, I'm good. All right. Let's head into movie observations. Yep. Would you like to introduce our cast of characters? Absolutely. We have Paul, who is played by Joel Edgerton. Mm-hmm. We have Will, who is played by Christopher Abbott. And you said you know him from the sh- from the show girls from the show girls and yeah. he's in possessor yeah he's the main guy and one of the main guys in possessor okay yeah and i yes i saw him in the show girls mm-hmm. there's sarah who is paul's wife and it's played by carmen ejogo mm-hmm. there is kim who is will's wife and she was the actress in the lodge mm-hmm. riley Kogue, i think that's how you pronounce it we have Travis, who is played by Calvin Harrison Jr. We have Andrew, who is Will and Kim's son. And that's played, man, he's got a long name, Griffin Robert Faulkner. Wow. 
Wow. I didn't even notice. Mm-hmm. Huh. That's interesting. And then we have Bud, who is Sarah's um, father and Travis's grandfather, played by David Pendleton. And we have Stanley, the family dog, and his real life name is Mickey. Cute. Mm-hmm. He Cute. was adorable. Yeah, he is. Mm. The actor that plays Paul is Australian in oh, real he life, is. just okay. for further reference. And the actress who plays Sarah Carmen, uh, she is English. Just, you know, I always like knowing that. It's always a surprise when, and the only reason I know is because when I watch the interview with the actors, they, you know, obviously they spoke. They spoke. I'm like, oh, surprise. No, it was a mute interview. Yeah. Well, they were miming. <laughs> they were miming. They were miming. Okay. But wait, <clears throat> this guy, Joel Ed, Ed, Edgerton, God, I can't pronounce that, Paul, mm-hmm. he looks really familiar to me. He does, but I don't recognize him from anything. To be honest. Like movie-wise? I don't. All right. So I did a quick search on him. And he's been in two. One movie that I know that I recognize, um, which was the remake of The Thing. And he was also in an episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's probably why he looks familiar to yes, us. Because we s- watched it. Yeah. So there. Curiosity has been killed. Thank you for humoring me. Anytime. I love how this movie starts. Okay. Because you start with the illness or the disease, the virus, right away. Yeah. You have this family saying goodbye to a senior person who is clearly infected. Yeah. They have really nice gas masks on or whatever they're called. Yeah. And they're saying goodbye to him. They put him, they throw him into a wheelbarrow. Mm-hmm. They take him to the back. They, and they, and Paul kills him. Yeah. And then they burn him. And then they charbroil him. Yeah. And you you quickly realize that the the person is the grandfather to the teenager, who's mm-hmm. Travis, and then Sarah's dad. And you right. hear her, I love you, dad. Right. You're gonna you're not gonna suffer anymore along those lines. And that's kind of like a zombie movie. Mm-hmm. This has got to be so difficult mm-hmm. to, to make that decision because it. I mean, I think it is the right decision because the person is just, it looked like he wasn't even speaking anymore. Right. He's just like sitting there Covered suffering. Covered boils yeah. and his eyes are blackened. Yeah. They look gooey. Yeah. He just looks bad. Like he looks like he's literally going to turn mm-hmm. into a zombie. Into a, and, <laughs> and I think that that's what I, I liked about this opening scene is mm-hmm. you're made to think something. Yeah, you are. But it's not what you think. Right. Or, or what it is. Yeah. It's a virus they don't, uh, well, that we know of, they don't turn into anything after. Yeah. Because I don't, I'm assuming they don't let people, maybe they don't let people get to that point. So mm-hmm. we don't know if they turn into a zombie. Or but. if they do. And this is where you find out that we know and we will not know anything about this virus. Yeah. The only thing that we do start learning through the movie is that Supposedly, it takes 24 hours to turn. However, mm-hmm. is there an incubation period right. that's going to lead into a ton of theories about this movie? Because this is all about yeah. what if yeah. in this movie. It's a lot. I, I feel like this somewhat just happened. So they're still learning. And since there's no TV, radio, nobody's communicating to spread the news of what this is kind of like in dawn of the dead when mm-hmm. 
CJ is mm-hmm. watching the news and he gets the information to shoot them in the head. This is all happening mm-hmm. that they, they can't gather information because they're so isolated that they don't they don't know. But how recent do you think this is? Like when it mm-hmm. opens up with the grandfather, how recent do you think it's been since the world went to shit and right. they're now in the middle of nowhere in the woods? Yeah. Uh, I'd like to guess a few weeks. Really? You think more time has I gone by? I think more by? time has gone by. I think maybe a few weeks. However. Because how- they're not sure. However, my thing is if a lot... Regardless of if it's twenty four hours, mm. how did the the grandfather get infected? Well, that's true because then weren't they all infected? Right from the get go. Ah, so see this movie, and that's what makes this movie in particular fun because now we just realized how did he get infected? Uh huh. And how do you realize it? And by then it's too late. Correct. Because right? if we go by the ending part of this movie, yeah. By the time you realize it, it is too late. Right. And the masks are just useless. Listen, I've got another tangent about the masks and everything else. Oh, Lord. Actually, no. Let's do it now. Because we see that they have these gas masks on. Yeah. How How smart is it to have had him in the house in the first place? Well, but he's secluded in that room. No, 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 no. If mm-hmm. that, that doesn't even make sense to me. He They showed the structure. Right? Mm-hmm. The buildings. They had other outbuildings. At this point, mm-hmm. if somebody is infected, mm-hmm. I would not keep them within the same building mm. if that were possible. And that was a possibility with them. But I mean, again, it goes back to if he was already infected and they don't know mm-hmm. what what the incubation period is, they were already infected. Yes. they. It, it, you're led to believe that by touching someone you can get infected. Yeah. So here goes the thing. They had to have been careless at some point. Yeah. He His his skin could have brushed up against the plastic because the room that we see him in is covered in plastic sheeting. Mm. There are so many moments where everything could have gone wrong. Yeah. And they burn him. They take off the mask. They take off the gloves. They're touching something. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, this movie reminded me a lot about covid yes it it i mean i think all viruses lead to that i mean that's what covid is it's mm-hmm. it's a virus this is some kind of virus zombies are viruses except that you get bitten but it depends right. on the type because then you have um the crazies or uh where we think it's what is it water supply mm-hmm. or you have 28 days later where a drop of blood can land on you you don't yeah. even have to be bitten so it just depends on the viral situation of this mm-hmm. is very now we can all relate where with covid i swear i got i must have gotten this at the gas station right right because you're touching the same handles you could get it any we can be careless anywhere right and you just don't know. And I just don't think they really fully understood what this virus is. And to your point, you're right. Because you got it twice. Yeah. Your dad and I, that we know of. Have not. Have never gotten it. Right. And yet, we're with you way too much. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean that in the best of ways. Yeah. But well, And neither of us got it that we know of. Well, this last time... Right. We, I technically already had it. Uh-huh. And we were, 
watching a movie together. Yeah, for I the hugged pod. you, I kissed you goodnight, whatever right. the hell it is. And you didn't get it. No. So it's also that. Mm-hmm. Do you know if it's going to affect you instantly like that? Or is mm-hmm. this one of those, you know, the a virus where, yes, it is certain to infect you with the slightest touch or liquid exchange, whatever. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Yeah, because later on when he captures Will and ties him to a tree, it's basically in 24 hours, we'll know if you're infected. Right, yes. But I'll go back to the grandfather. How did he get infected? If if the grandfather was with them going into the woods in that secluded Mm -hmm. house and they had no contact with anyone else, let's assume, how did he get infected? Unless it was, there's this theory that it's the dog that's infected. Oh, I hadn't heard, I hadn't read that theory. Yeah, there's a, there's a whole, I actually read that, I think, I don't know, I read a lot, so it might... All the theories might come together. Mm-hmm. If you're the one who thought of it, thank you, because I don't even know who to credit for all these theories because they're all over the internet. Mm-hmm. But Will does break into their house right. that night. Yes. He's an intruder. He claims that he's ju- he thought the house was abandoned. Cause t- to his point, yes. it looks abandoned it from does. the outside. It does. It's all boarded up. Right. But it's boarded up. And how did he, I mean, they look pretty secluded Mm -hmm. that, I mean, I don't even, I guess if you're on a main road and there's like a turnoff, I guess you could go. I think when they burned the grandfather's body, Mm -hmm. it it made a huge black cloud. And I think that's how they attracted them. And I agree with you on that. Because I read, um, not read, I heard, or who the hell knows where. (sighs) There was one thing about using and at when the grandfather gets you know, mercifully killed. Yeah. He, uh, Paul uses the gun. He puts a pillow over yeah. his so to muffle the sound. Mm-hmm. Now, what I read is that it, that would only really muffle it about 20%. The sound would still carry. You're mm-hmm. also wasting ammunition that you might need. Yeah. Why not just, I guess, chop his head off or oh, a dagger to the heart or something like that? And mm-hmm. why would you burn it if the assumption is, assumption is that once you're dead, the virus is dead, but is it really? I don't know. I think the the whole theory with burning, it's like it's final. It's and then, a final. Yeah, it's that's it. That's it. And then yeah. the whole thing went on to, and that also like the gun going off and yeah. carrying, sound carrying, then you've got the smoke. So right. yes, he, he probably saw it yeah. or heard it or both because they were within moments of each other. Yeah, I don't think Will was that far away. Mm-hmm. Like he claims, I... I don't know. I I have this suspicion with Will. Well, hold on. So Will says that, you know, he cl- he claims that he has a family. Mm-hmm. They do tie him up to the tree. I don't I think they find out about like his family situation once mm-hmm. they give him the 24 hours cuz they like gag him. They put a uh, a bag over his head. Bag over his head. And they have this whole discussion, and he says that he's been staying at his brother's. They ran out of water. How do you run out of water if you're out in nature? Right. Which is a whole other thing I'll get to in a second. Yes, because I was just going to go there, too. So yeah. go ahead. Um, and that he has a, a wife and son. They're just, and they have uh, two goats and however amount of chickens that we can, you know, figure something out to help each other out. They're just looking for. A place. A place, food, and water. Right. I go, okay. 
and it seems legit, but I don't know. From the beginning, you are meant to be suspicious. I was suspicious the whole time. Of Will? Of Will. I didn't yes. believe him. And to play both sides, how do you? You're in survival mode. Mm-hmm. All you At the end of the day, the theme of it as well is you want to defend and protect your family. But what about numbers? Which is, I think, what Paul represents as well. Like, we're better in numbers and... I mean, they basically go off together, Will and Paul, mm-hmm. to collect his family, and right. they decide to merge, mm-hmm. right? To bring everybody to the big, the main house because the wife presents. Oh, now they know where we are. Right. We can't just let them let him go. Right. And I agree. Yeah. I think it was in theory the right decision because what else are you going to do? He, if he is a bad guy, he's just going to come back. And exactly. Keep may as or well bring more people. May as well. What is that? Keep your friends close, but your enemies, enemies closer. closer. It's better to have an eye on him and yeah. what could happen. But at the same time, that just opened a great big Pandora's box. It did. And, you know, you, it, that's scary to bring somebody into your home like that when you don't know them and mm-hmm. you don't know if they do have bad intentions. It's scary. Find out what happens next after this quick break. Off we go, Paul. They decide to, yes, let's unite our families. And this is where my mistrust of Will comes in. Mm-hmm. Even more. It, it amplifies. They're on the way in the pickup truck. He puts them in the back. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And he's tied and all that shit. And they're driving, and you, the audience, see a person sure do. in the background on the side of the road, but into the forest. Yeah. And they're ambushed. Yes, by two, two people. Two guys. Yeah. Paul reacts right away. He does away with one guy instantly, and we see Will pounding this other guy in the face. Yeah. But not killing him. I mean, I don't know. He was beating beating him up. Yes, bad. he was beating him up pretty bad. I mean, he was all bloodied up. And then, like, Paul pu- pulls him away, right? Well, Paul comes and shoots the guy. Right. But he uh, he had to get him out of the way, and he shoots him. Mm. But it was Will's reaction. Yeah. There, and I don't believe what he said. Yeah. Cause, and Paul automatically thinks that, he, that Will knows these two strangers. Yes, because of his reaction. Because of his reaction. Because he, he says something like, why did you do that? Yeah, and then Will spins it saying that we could have gotten more information because the other thing is the the issue with this scene as to why Paul is suspicious is Will claims to have come from far away mm-hmm. on foot, right? Right, because he's right. You know, he's not on any vehicle. Well, they ran out of gas, so yeah, and he hasn't seen anyone, right? But yet, like Paul said, we just traveled. Ten mi- less than ten miles, and we just saw two people. Right. It, What's it, going on? Something here? doesn't add up here. Yeah. But what do you do at this point? Right. Like, do you kill this guy and just leave him and go back home? Because you can't go back home. This guy knows where you live. Even if you are suspicious, what do you do? I think what he should have done was eliminate Will right here. Oh, but then wow. we wouldn't have a movie. No, I know. But the the alarms are too big here. Yeah. I mean, I can say that because I'm watching a movie. Yeah. In reality, would I do it? I don't know. I don't know if I'd be able to either. But I mean, the, there's a lot of red flags even for you as a viewer because it's presented that way that mm-hmm. he knew these people. Right. And I believe he did know those people. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Very sus. Just yeah. saying. 
And it was all an act of him, you know, beating up his. But at the same time, it's like, damn, you're going to beat up your friend that bad? Well, I think desperation calls for desperate measures. I guess. I don't know. How do we know that these three people had not been scoping out the house? I, I agree. That's where I'm very suspicious and very suspicious of him stumbling upon their house. Mm-hmm. But the fire, to me, the it's fire, the fire that the gave tur- it away. Well, if you're on a main road and there's a turnoff and you're in the middle of this apocalypse and it looks like a road that would have been used, right, to get to a, a, a home. Right, like I said earlier. Something yeah. in, right. And you're looking. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you go to look to see what supplies you could find. I agree with Will in that. Yeah. It does look abandoned. And if you are looking for supplies, that is your answer. Right. But he could have been with these two guys also. Right. Scouting. Exactly. And then they maybe they got there. They got on foot. Yeah. Maybe they had a vehicle somewhere else. And but why did they attack? If they saw, this is the other part too that I just thought of. If those two guys saw Will on this guy's truck. Mm-hmm. Why did they attack? Why wouldn't they just be like, hey, we know you, like, like what's going on, instead I, of... I think that that was all planned. Mm. I think it was an attack mm. that was planned to take over, overtake, sorry, Paul. Mm. And then maybe in their mind, that's ah, just a, lady, a woman and her, and her kid and a dog. We can, get, we can get rid of them yeah. and get their supplies. Mm. Well, either way, it's very suspicious. And like the whole movie, you can lean in any direction you want mm-hmm. with this. You can make your own conclusion about who these two characters were. Because right. this scene to me is not for nothing. It's something. Of course. It's meant to give you a lot of doubt as it's, to what's going on you know what Will. You know what it's actually doing? Mm. It's breeding paranoia. Because oh, yeah. at the end of the day, I think this whole movie, and mm-hmm. after seeing everything, it is, is about yeah. paranoia. Yeah. And the whole fear of survival and the virus making you paranoid that alone the virus makes you paranoid because you don't want to get it but now you're adding the element of humanity Mm -hmm. and trusting or not trusting right or believing someone right is hard in this kind of world especially when they're already from the get-go sending off red flags yeah and it's all about trading resources now money means nothing yeah it's resources yeah but they do I do like that they didn't drag the adv- this journey. Like, mm-hmm. I'm glad they didn't show Will and Paul getting to yeah. the... They just come back with the, do- the daughter, the wife, the son, and the goats and chickens. Yep. In a little trailer, and off they went. They, and they came, came back. back. And now they, uh, they have a montage, you know, where they're living together and coexisting. Paul does set up rules mm-hmm. for them. Yep. Uh, which I agree with. I, you know, you have to set those kind of rules, but they they're all getting along. Will is teaching Travis how to chop wood. Um, the the mothers are getting along. Everybody's la di da. Mm-hmm. Now, before we continue, Travis. Yes. He is having trouble sleeping. Yes. He wanders the house at night from what I get. I think he does this often. Yeah. He has nightmares Mm -hmm. relating to his grandfather. It is apparent that he and his grandfather were very close. Yes. Because he he has a where he sleeps, his room has a it's a twin bed. There's two twin beds. Mm -hmm. And the other bed I assume is where the grandfather was sleeping and that's where Stanley is sleeping now. And we also learn that Stanley is Bud's 
dog. Right. The grandfather's However, dog. However, at one point, they when they find Anthony, mm-hmm. the kid, he said he was in grandpa's room. Who's Anthony? The little boy. Andrew. Andrew. Oh, okay. Why do I keep thinking he's that? Andrew, sorry. Oh, really? Yes, oh, I got he, the impression that he slept. And well, I like, did could have too. been maybe a, a, like a rec room or something. But why say he was in grandpa's room? There was a bed there. I don't know then. Anyway. Well, I got that impression. I don't know. And I, I did could too. be wrong. I got that impression yeah. too. So. But anyway, so Travis has is dealing with the loss of his grandfather, it seems like. But he does one night wake up. Well, he has a nightmare about the new wife. What's her name? What's Kim. Her? Kim. Mm-hmm. Like coming on to him. Right. And then he wakes up and he goes to the kitchen and she's sitting there having mm-hmm. tea because she can't sleep. And he tells her that he has trouble sleeping. Yeah. We also find that he seems to like to lurk. Yeah. He's a bit of a peeping Tom kind of, but lurking, like he likes to eavesdrop. Because you he, you see him at some point at the beginning mm-hmm. eavesdropping on his parents. And then he eavesdrops on the couple. Right. Like they're having, like they're giggling in bed from what you hear. Mm-hmm. And at some point they do have sex, I yes. believe. And he's listening. So yeah. he's kind of, yeah, lurking. He's a bit of a lurker there. He's a yeah. lurker, yeah. He is a teenage boy. Yes. You so, know, so, you know, he's curious, no TV, blah, blah, blah. There's no girls around. No girls this around. Is a new female in the house. And right. it's not his mom. So, right. yeah. Right. So, you know. But that's important because I, the director said, I believe, yeah, that the movie is, or wherever I read this, okay? Mm-hmm. Because like you said, I've read a lot about the movie. The movie is in the focus of Travis. Yes. Is what the intention was and so it's important to point out and he and he lurks with his little lantern it's yeah. like a very interesting visual of this guy just lurking about this enormous wood house mm-hmm. that makes just, no sense and it's very eerie and unsettling because you know i don't like that home invasion thing and yes. that is in its own way a home it's invasive well what will did privacy. was at the beginning was what home well invasion. yeah he was home invasion mm-hmm. for sure we also learn uh, when the families come together about the red door. Yes. Which is in some weird part of the house. But the point is that is the one point of entry and out of the yeah. house. Mm-hmm. It's a really cool red door with a deadbolt mm-hmm. and a An actual a, key entry. Key lock. Which is kept around Paul's neck. Correct. Only and there's only that one yes. key. Oh man, could you imagine if they lost it? Oh my god. Well, they'd be really they'd have to break some windows. They and would, wood. and then they expose themselves. Right. So anyway. But that red door opens to that ante room as I will uh, that oh, okay. pre room. I don't know what it's called. Um sure, I think that's a mud the word. room, maybe. A mud room. Yes, mm-hmm. let's call it a mud room. And then there's another door that leads to, to the, the actual out- yeah. outside. Mm-hmm. I'll call it the quarantine room because that looks like that's what they set that up as mm-hmm. as well because it's that's the one that's covered in plastic. That's where we started the movie. Right. But I still think that that's a big flaw. That is, to me, still mm-hmm. a flaw in this movie. Well, because I just don't think they know anything. They know. don't truly know what's going on. Anyway, the dog and Travis, Stanley and Travis are buddies. Yep. Okay. I do love this scene as well where they are outside. I mentioned this is the, I agree with the director. It's a great scene Mm -hmm. where the two men are outside. Paul doesn't seem to do anything, by the way. Yeah, he He just just stands stands around and watches people with his gun, watches 
Will <laughs> and Travis um, do the work. The right. ladies do that. You see uh, Kim like with the wa- the well water, mm-hmm. which is interesting. The mm-hmm. well water. Right? Well? No. Yeah. Was it well water or was, was it from the... Oh, yes. She yes. was like pumping it. Right. Um. So he just stands around, which I d- did find funny. I'm like, what do you do, sir? You just stand and like keep guard, I guess. Anyway, so they're talking and then all of a sudden, Stanley starts going insane. Mm-hmm. Barking, barking, barking. And he gets loose. Travis chases him and he loses sight of the dog, but you still hear him barking, and all of a sudden you don't. Right, it just stops. Of course. Before the dog goes into, what was it, Stanley, right? Yeah, goes into the woods, right, as he's getting in, you do hear some strange noises. You do, you do. And it's unsettling because in that scene where you're trying to be Travis and look where Mm -hmm. this dog is barking, you're looking for something. Yeah. Like desperately looking for something to move or something to pop out or leer out, like something. So do you think that was intentional? Do you think that that was us seeing it from, obviously from uh, Travis's point of view and his senses are over heightened. He's deprived of sleep. Was he maybe hearing cracks that usually happen in a forest amplified that made him think that there was something out there? Could be. Because the way he reacted, it's like he felt like something was out there. Right. And you, the the audience. Right are given that impression too. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um, but we lose sight of the dog. Mm-hmm. And we, of course, they chew, they pick on the dog. Of so course sad. they do. Paul is all pissed off because he's like, why are you running off? Don't do that. It's dangerous. Right. Let's go back. They go back to the house and he promises Travis they'll go at first light to look for the dog. Mm-hmm. But they don't do that. That night... After the dog goes, Travis is upset. He's drawing a funky drawing of mm-hmm. what he, I guess, thinks he saw right. in the woods because he's insisting he saw something. Yes. We don't ever get to see anything. Right. But he in- he insists. Paul and Will have like their guy time. They're sharing what bourbon, whiskey, yeah, something. He, he busts out some bourbon or whiskey and he's yeah. like, this is some good stuff. And Buds. Yeah. Yeah. But- do you think that he did that intentionally? No, I don't think so. Don't I think, think he, he kind of let his guard down. I think he really was thinking that this is a good guy. We're getting along. Let's just have some okay, like okay. friendly time. I didn't hmm. think it was on purpose. Okay. And we discover what they did, you know, pre-apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Paul was a teacher, history right. teacher. Yeah. And uh, Will was... At, you know, odd jobs. Yeah, like a handyman. Handyman, construction, all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. But we learn quickly that there was a flaw in Will's story. And now we all have confirmed doubt. Yes. On him. Mm-hmm. Because he mentions, you know, they start talking about family and where they've lived in the city, out the city. And Will says, I'm an only child. Right. And you as the audience are like, <gasps> yeah. Liar, liar. Pants on fire. And Paul reacts yeah, very subtly, mm-hmm. and he questions him. You mentioned something while I think we were watching it, mm-hmm. that he should have just kept, or was it your dad who said that? Dad said that. Your dad said that. He, mm-hmm. he should have just kept it going. Ah, I guess. But- to see where it would go. I said, what what I reacted to that was I think human nature is to call it out immediately Mm -hmm. and be like, wait, what? You said 
you were at your brother's Mm -hmm. and then will spun it as um oh it's my brother-in-law and he's basically like my brother my brother (laughs) i call bullshit i do too i because i always felt he he was off anyway but at the same time i don't know because Mm -hmm. at the end he doesn't do anything bad no except try to protect his family exactly was it a way to, did he really consider him like a brother? Was it just a way to make the guy trust him so that he can protect his family and right. figure out how to get along with this guy and bring the resources together to protect his family? So it was, I made up a lie to bring so that you wouldn't be scared that somebody else is coming for us or something like that. Maybe. I don't know. Because at the end, Will is not bad. Spoiler alert. I mean, this whole thing is a spoiler, but... I don't know. I don't... Anyway, the point yeah. is, now Paul is like, mm-hmm. And I mean, the, he he shuts down this little yeah. bourbon session. Very quickly, too. Yeah, he's like, he's all, like right, all right, let's go to bed. Let's. And he picks up his bottle and he leaves. And he leaves. It was just like... And Will notices that it's... Insta- he, he realizes this guy doesn't trust me. Yeah, he's like, oh, shit. I fucked up. Yeah. He did fuck up. Yeah. That night, Travis has a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, that's where we get, I believe it's this nightmare, where we get that famous trailer scene where yes. it's the grandpa Dance. like opening his mouth and, and all that black tar. Black shit, yeah, vomiting into his mouth, so to speak, because yeah. he's like over him. It is yeah. a very creepy scene. It is. It's a good visual. It's cool. And But he wakes up and he starts doing the lurking thing mm-hmm. and he finds Andrew sleeping on the floor mm-hmm. of... Yes, you're of Bud's old room. Right. So I guess mm-hmm. maybe later he went and not slept with, but slept in the same bedroom as. Who knows? Who knows? Doesn't matter. And that's strange, finding yeah. this kid there. Just curled up there. Just curled up. Travis picks him up. He holds his hand, mm-hmm. takes him back to his parents' room. He did a nice, I thought he did a nice thing. He, he was helping the he, kid. And and tra- and, I, and I'm going to say, I actually liked Travis. He was a nice kid. He was a nice I kid. I felt sorry for him. Me too. He was a great kid. Mm-hmm. But as he's walking around, this is where everything changes in this the movie. This is where the shit hits the fan. Yeah. Literally. Exactly. The red door is open, mm-hmm. which is very frightening because there's only one key who opened it? There's noises mm-hmm. coming from that room. From that front room. Travis immediately alerts the house, which is also the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. There's all this chaos. It's Stanley who's in that room. And he looks not good. I mean, he's basically laying on his side and you can see like his all, his stomach is all red. And like if ripped-ish. something maybe ripped at him, yeah. who knows? Poor baby, of course. The fucking dog mm-hmm. has to go. Paul is, you know, telling Travis, don't come in here. And rightfully so. Don't I mean, have this image in your head. And I agree. All that. And they, they kill the dog. Yeah. They have to kill the dog. Mm-hmm. But now comes the big question. How did this dog get in here? Yeah. Was the other door open or not? I don't know. I don't remember that. I don't know if that front door that leads to that, let's yeah. call it mud room mm-hmm. or quarantine room was open or not. They yeah. didn't say anything about that. But then how would the dog have gotten in if it wasn't open and everything is boarded up? Right. Very tricky. But now they're all in this. In the dining room. In the dining room discussing this. And Travis says, oh, I found Andrew 
the reason I even knew this was happen, you know, they that he found the door is because I found Andrew sleeping on the floor. Right. So he led him back to the bedroom. The Kim automatically says he doesn't sleepwalk. Right. He's not a sleepwalker. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't normal for him. Right. And then Andrew, she asks him like what did you see or what happened? And mm-hmm. Andrew says, I don't remember. Yeah. And anything. they even ask him, did you open the door? Right. And he says, I don't remember. But there's some panic in the kid's face. Yeah. The kid looks scared. And I don't blame him. The kid's probably like, I don't know. He probably doesn't remember. And now he's being questioned and he's probably like, oh my God, what? It's a kid. But what if he does and now he's afraid to say the truth because he's going to get in some big trouble? True. But they ultimately decide to separate. Like, mm-hmm. Paul is like, well, I think we should separate for now. You guys pick up enough resources, stay in your room, and we'll stay in right. ours, and mm-hmm. that's it. We'll wait it out a couple of days. Right. But now this says separated. If if that conversation with Paul and Will didn't separate them, mm-hmm. this really ultimately this did it. rifted, mm-hmm. made a rift in the families mm-hmm. because- now it's he said, she said. It's right. your fault. It's his fault. We don't know. Yeah, the whole thing. Well, he can, the, the mm-hmm. um, Andrew can't reach the lock. Yeah. He doesn't have the key. Because really immediately it's like, oh, this kid did it. Yeah. He's the one. Yeah. And I'm sorry. I We made a mistake. The, the nightmare with the grandfather is now. Right. Okay. So he had, it's, Travis has a lot of nightmares. Yeah, it's kind of hard to keep track of all it's these nightmares. It's hard to nightmares. keep track. So they all separate. The next morning, this is where more of the shit hits the fan. Mm-hmm. This is the, what is the climax of the movie, I would well, say. because lurking Travis yeah. is lurking again. Yeah, he didn't stay in the room. He goes and hears that the kid is crying nonstop. And he overhears Will and Kim saying, we got to get out of here. Yeah, we got to leave. We, we have need, to leave. We'll get some supplies and we'll leave. And we'll leave. And uh, Travis goes to let his family know because of the kid crying. I don't even think he mentions that they want to leave. He's just mentioning the crying mm-hmm. because then I think they assume the kid is infected. Right. Because that's the other thing. Travis, did you touch Andrew? Right. Well, yeah, I led him back to the yeah, room. Yeah, he held his hand and yeah. Right. Uh, So Paul goes and knocks on their door. Hey, I just want to talk. He has a gun with him. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Yeah. And Will opens the door it, you know, a little bit, and then all of a sudden he's pointing a gun at him. But hold on, before he even opens the door, mm. you keep hearing them telling Andrew, close your eyes, close your eyes. Mm. So why did he tell him that? There's two two possibilities. Mm-hmm. One, he doesn't want the kid to see the violence that could happen next. Right. Or, or the kid's eyes are black. Correct. So which one know. is it? Yeah. Ah. We and don't. we never do find out because we do not see Andrew's eyes no, at any point after don't. that. This whole thing like goes pretty quick because it's just um, argument, right? Uh, and the fact that Will had a gun mm-hmm. freaks everybody out because they were all supposed to submit right. their guns to the safe right. that they have. Because he took them at the very beginning. Paul yeah. said, you will have to give us your guns. But what if he kept one? I mean, he didn't, did he search his stuff? Right. Exactly. He went on his word. So it could have been his own gun. Right. So he's lying again. Right. But to what extent? Because to protect you are his protecting family. your family. Yeah. So Would you give up everything? No. Okay. Exactly. You don't know these people, both right. of them. They don't right. know each other. Right. So you don't know what you're getting yourself into. Plus, you're in a survival apocalypse world mm-hmm. where people clearly in all these movies change. 
and I on think an instant. that's given that we have all lived through a pandemic and yeah. we saw people fighting act, for toilet paper and active rationally in stores and right. yes, it happens. It does happen. Yeah. Basically, there's a brawl between Paul and Will. They end up outside and Paul shoots Andrew. Yeah. And Sarah uh, and shoots Will. Will. Does Paul's she? Paul's wall. Okay. Waff, waff. Paul's what? wife. Remember, she was on the other side of that hallway. Yeah. When um, Paul was at their door mm-hmm. with a gun as well. Yeah. And she shoots Will yeah. as he's running. I mean, she shoots him in the back. Yeah. But Paul does shoot. So Kim and Andrew are running. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, sorry. Kim is carrying Andrew and running. Mm-hmm. Paul shoots. I think he meant to shoot Kim, Kim mm-hmm. but he shot the kid. Right. And Kim's gut-wrenching reaction yes. is like, whoa. You know, she is wailing. Well, and yeah. she's like, just kill me. Yeah. You may as well just kill me. And guess what? He does. He does. He just shoots her. Bam, <laughs> shoots right her. there. I was like, oh. I had forgotten uh, I had forgotten that part of this movie. It, yeah. This whole scene. From the minute the the mistrust starts, yeah. that he's at the door, at Will's door, yeah. to the very end, mm. is really intense. Yeah. And it is, this movie is a slow-ish burn. Oh, it's, I mean, it's very slow. But I didn't feel it was slow. No, because it kept, I thought it kept the mystery going. Going. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do like slow burns. As long as it gives me a, a good payoff. satisfying yeah. end. Yeah. yeah. When it's a slow burn and you're like, what? Mm-hmm. Then no. Yeah. But I thought it was necessary and I think it worked out very well. But mm-hmm. basically, yeah. So they killed everyone. Right. I mean, they killed a child <laughs> and their parents. Right. Insane. But was it the right thing to do? I guess. I mean, I think the kid was infected. Mm-hmm. After all this, I mean, the movie does not end right here. Right. We find Travis. But wait, hold on. Before you get to that, Mm -hmm. there is a moment that there is a look on Paul's face and Sarah's face. Mm -hmm. And maybe even Travis. But I remember there there is that look that says we're we're done. Yeah. That they realize they're infected. It's that realization of we're infected. Yeah. It, it didn't matter if he if he killed those people or not. It's yeah. too late. Mm-hmm. Travis is infected, though. Mm-hmm. We do visibly see him infected. Yeah. Like at, so the movie ends like it begins. Right. The mom is consoling him as mm-hmm. he is dying. Yeah. Saying the same thing that she said to her dad. Yeah. And then the movie ends with Paul and Sarah sitting at the dinner table. They are infected as well. Mm-hmm. And you just know that that's it. They have been defeated. That that last shot where they're sitting opposite of each other across the table, mm-hmm. it's it's really sad for me because you know that Travis is dead because it's only them. Yeah. And you have that one center chair, yeah. like the head of the table, where Travis may have been sitting had they all survived. Yeah. So it's a subliminal way, I guess, of saying Travis is gone. I mean, you know that he's going to die and all that stuff. Yeah. But I, I love how that ended. Yeah. They're it, just looking at each other. It's just very bleak. And you went through all this trouble. Right. And it just didn't work out. Right. And that's 
how the movie ends. Mm -hmm. Now, this theory I read was amazing, and I am all for this theory okay. of the movie. Mm -hmm. And this is why I mentioned that I don't think they understand this virus and how long it's been going on. Right. Or incubation. Mm -hmm. So there's a theory that the symptoms of this start with hallucinations mm -hmm. and sleepwalking. Right. I, I I read that one of them like that, yeah. Thus, what's happening to Travis and the dog. So the theory is that what happened to the dog and why he ran off is because the dog is infected and, and he, he was, saw some and, hallucinations right. and ran off to chase it. And mm -hmm. that's the same thing that's happening to Travis. He's having nightmares and sleepwalking, which and is he, another symptom. And it's what happened with Andrew, mm -hmm. that he was also sleepwalking because it doesn't make sense that Kim kept insisting that Andrew doesn't sleepwalk. Mm -hmm. Like... She was adamant about it. Yes, that's true. So one of the symptoms then is right. that. So I can back that one because that would make sense. Those are uh, symptoms that you would not think. You would just brush it off mm -hmm. or because you don't, you're not aware of it. Like, I can see that. So do the dreams that Travis then has been having... They're most of them are about him being infected. Yeah. Yeah. Is that his subconscious way, his subconscious is, that's hard to say, way of telling him, hey, you are infected? Oh, I don't know. I, I don't think so. I just think he's scared and he's manifesting nightmares. But definitely the drawing that he's drawing mm -hmm. is, I think he truly did see that because he's hallucinating. Okay. So it makes sense and then the kid crying now the only thing is well we don't know how much time has passed we don't that they're there right all of the them families. together right. they've been together for a while because they have yeah. they show that whole romance period right like with will teaching travis how to chop wood and then he gets better at it right. i don't think that's a skill you develop overnight right so but why did it take so long for will and paul to have that little guy's night or is it because they waited paul waited to build all that trust in x and amount of time right and then talk it out mm -hmm. okay which is why i wondered if that was a setup like let me get his tongue so. loose i know? still don't think that's a setup i just okay. think he actually wanted to build brought a bond. down the wall of okay i'm feeling more comfortable and yeah now i you're right you know why because when I think that aside from like the aha, I caught you in a lie mm. expression, I think it was also, I am so disappointed. This is not going to end well. Right. Right. That's why his disappointment was so obvious that mm -hmm. I'm like, nah, this wasn't a setup. It was just, yeah. he really. You're right. You're right. You convinced thinking. me. I'm convinced. I'm convinced. <laughs> I mean, you could continue to think that. That's No, fine. but that makes sense. I'd rather go with logic. The other theory I read was that it's water related. Well, I think that that was definitely a possibility because of that whole intricate system that they had for cleaning the water because it was like yeah. dirty water, clean water. Right. So right. if it was in the water supply, it would have been even in streams and anything that's nearby. And anyway, you wouldn't want to drink water out of any stream, no matter how clean it is, because there's always microorganisms living there anyway. Yeah. yeah. So that's why it could be waterborne or it could just be them 
taking precaution. However, she kept referring to it as dirty water. Yeah. Is it dirty because we don't know what could be in it or what? Or literally because you have to filter it mm-hmm. kind of thing. And has the water turned weird? Right. We don't know. And that's the mystery of, of this virus. Um, I did, like I said, I did like that theory. And I do, but my thing at the end of this movie, how did that dog end up in there? There was another theory that, since we don't remember if that front door was open or if they even focused on it, the mm-hmm. actual door that leads outside, mm-hmm. there was a theory that the dog jumped through the window and that's how he got the cut. Mm. But I think they were boarded up. They were so boarded up sure. and that would have made so much noise. And if you're really asleep and that, I mean, you have that red door. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. But they, but before the dog scene, they showed the women like putting up the wood mm-hmm. in that for that room. So yeah. I don't know. That was another theory that the dog jumped through. I had the theory that Travis did it mm-hmm. and didn't even realize it because he's, he's sleepwalking. sleepwalking. There's two. I read two of them. Okay. So one is that um, Andrew mm-hmm. heard the dog. Okay. And he opened the red door. How? I don't know how he would get the key. I have no idea. Yeah. He, yes, he was too small to reach, but what if he put a little something to get up there? Right. And he felt bad because he kept hearing the doggy crying, which kind of makes sense for a little kid. Yeah. And he let the dog in, and at that point, the dog was infected. Now, how did the dog get infected? Because the other theory that I read was that he got into the grandpa's remains, but they're charbroiled, so that doesn't make sense. Well, but I think that... But here's the thing, Mm -hmm. going on your thing was the water supply. What mm. if he drank the water? Right. But I think he was infected already. You think it was from begin- from grandpa? From uh, from grandpa. It could be. Yes, because you Because did. he ran off. Yes, he could be hallucinating. So yeah, that makes sense. If you're going with that. Theory. All right. So yes. going back to that one is that the little, the kid opened the door, opened the other door and let him in and mm. by, therefore getting infected and therefore getting infected and it all goes to hell in a bread basket. But I think... I think the dog was infected from the grandpa. Then the dog infected the family, mm-hmm. meaning Travis mm-hmm. and his parents. And Travis infected the kid. Well, no, well, if the kid did, this is if the theory the kid uh, of the kid Andrew letting the dog in. Then yes, he's double infected. He touched the dog, and but he's already petting the dog anyway. But as probably. you're saying this, right? Mm-hmm. If one. If the symptoms of this virus are hallucination and bad dreams and sleepwalking. Yeah. He was already infected. Okay, yes. But what about Paul and Sarah? Wouldn't they also be infected? Right. And would they be having... But it's symptoms. So not everybody gets it. But they're going to get one of them? Or none. Or Well, yeah. Like any virus. Case in point. Right. Like any virus. It could affect people differently. Maybe it affects... You can argue vulnerable minds. You know, Andrew and Travis are young Mm -hmm. children. Impressionable. Uh, Bud was old. The dog is a dog. You know, they always say animals are sensitive Mm -hmm. to things. I mean, you can argue that because, yeah, the or they didn't get infected right away. I mean, we don't know. That's the thing. I think that's the point. You can create this whole story Mm -hmm. for this. I like the hallucination one because it. Makes sense, but now Paul and Sarah didn't right. have it. They so. didn't mention having nightmares or you don't... Sleepwalking. Neither did the other parents. Right. I don't so know. So there's only two point of entries here for the infection. Yeah. If 
Travis wasn't infected to begin with. Let's say yeah. that wasn't it. It's the dog. Somebody let the dog in and the dog was infected. Yeah. But I think, I don't know. I just feel like the dog was already infected. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard. It's a hard. There's a there's so many ways that this could go. And I think that this is why this movie is so interesting. Yeah. And it's polarizing because I can see how this can fr- frustrate anyone. Mm-hmm. It's like, what's the point of this? Right. But I also think this movie touches on paranoia and how humanity is quick to mistrust mm-hmm. immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's harder to build trust. Yeah. I mean, I think we've all known that. But when it's put on film mm-hmm. in any of these kind of apocalypse situations, it's just it's very interesting culturally to see yeah. how people just change. And I, I can hate Will. Right. Because I don't think he had any malice. I just think he really was trying to protect his family. His family. Hmm. Whether it was like too aggressive or not compared to the other family is a different conversation. But I do think he was just trying to do exactly what Paul was trying to do. Right. But his way. Because mm-hmm. not two people are not completely alike yeah there's a crazy theory out there too that Mm -hmm. i saw which i thought was like okay this is going way out there but hey it could be yeah is that these people were not um will's family they're just people that they found i thought i could have sworn but i could be confusing it with something else i could have sworn that we found out that that's not really his wife and kid but i guess it was so i don't know get that from I don't know. I don't know if it was this movie or if it maybe ended up being a different movie and I'm mm-hmm. getting it confused, but I could have sworn that was another twist in this movie, but then it wasn't. So. Right. But that's one of the ones that's mm-hmm. out there is that this they weren't even his kids. Yeah. I, or maybe I did read that in the past. His kids, his family. His family. Yeah. I, maybe I did read that same article on the first watch because when we first watched this movie, I went and dove into reading about it right. as well. So maybe that's where it came from. So maybe that's where it came from too, where it, I was convinced. It, where it comes from. It comes at it night. It comes at night. So, and then, the, then there's the whole thing, what comes at night? Because nothing physically comes at night. Mm-hmm. But you can argue, Will did. Mm-hmm. He came at night. And the he dog brought, came at night. Yeah. And they brought mayhem. They brought paranoia. And fear. It, to me, is yeah. fear and paranoia. Or did Will bring it? Yeah. Like, did he, I mean. Well, he brought it. If they, if in theory. Because he broke in. Right. But if they, theor, if they theorize that with Bud, they completely protected themselves. Mm-hmm. Right? They took all the necessary precautions. They burned him. They stayed away from him. Whatever. They are infection-free. Did Will then, in theory, bring it? It comes at night. Not mm-hmm. only did you come and invade our home and now we're kind of stuck together because of this, mm-hmm. but you brought us the infection. Mm-hmm. It comes at night. I don't know. Could be. There you go. You know, I'll say oh, everything happens at night in this movie where Travis sleepwalk, sleepwalks, the nightmare, the door opening, like all the issues happen at, at night, night except yeah. when the dog ran off. Mm-hmm. That did not happen at night. Right. But the it Kind of like Pennywise or an it Mm -hmm. situation. I think it's whatever you want it to be. I think it's that. That what came at night is what ruined, ultimately ruined this particular, our main storyline family protagonist in this movie. You? 
Any yeah. thoughts? Uh, Final no. thoughts? Many I'm, thoughts? I'm actually exhausted from all the. the yeah, I know. This is an exhausting movie had. to talk about. <laughs> well, in a good way. In a good way. We could sit here probably all day and theorize everything. I have a feeling we're going to still be talking about this movie after we stop we're done. recording. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Then if you have no final thoughts, because we'll continue our thoughts, we can uh-huh. continue into our categories. Sure. Sound and movie. Uh, I The music was well placed in this yes. where if there was no music, it was appropriate for the scene or the music was there to build tension. Mm-hmm. The forest scene where with the dog where you're convinced you hear something as well, but right. you see nothing. Mm-hmm. I think is uh, very well done. Yeah. I liked all when Travis was creeping through the house, mm-hmm. how you could hear all the wood. Yeah. Creaking. I love that sound. And that whole thing that when you're up at night like that, you try not to make noise, I but know. it's oh, even it's like, worse. like the Twizzlers at the Boogeyman. Oh God, that was so embarrassing. <laughs> Those noises become amplified. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't being precautious about it, but at the same time he was because he would go very slowly. But I thought that was great. When he went into that little room where he would go lurk, um, you could hear him. It's like, how did other people not hear him? I know. Very strange. When you're sleeping. Yeah, there was. So it was good. Okay. What about best scene? What is your favorite scene in the movie? My favorite scene is pretty much the end. Okay. Where all the shooting happens, there's that realization that they're all doomed, no matter what. And Paul did all this to protect his family, and in the end, it didn't matter. Nope. They- I also think with viruses, I mean, in these apocalyptic proportions, sometimes I really do think there is no winning. Right. Something will come along and screw it up. Yeah. You're going to make a mistake at some point, somehow, somewhere. Yeah. Agree. Uh, my scene, uh, now that I, when we talked about it, in between two, which was the forest scene, mm-hmm. uh, because I like the filming of it and the, when you're done and you go back and think about what it could be with the dog running away because it's hallucinating because it's infected, blah, blah, blah. I do like that scene, but finding the red door open when he turns that corner and he sees that door open, it's like, oh, hmm, Mm-mm. that's not good. Isn't that then actually the reality is that door says you guys are doomed, all of you. It's a red door. It's a warning. Like, a oh, warning. shit, mm-hmm. the door is open for the infection to come in. It's in. It is in. Right. I'd say I'll stick with that. It's still yeah. my favorite scene. Okay. Best character. I see we both agree. agree. Yeah. Paul. Paul. And Travis. I yeah. did like Travis a lot. Yeah. I think Paul had really good intentions. I I felt bad mm-hmm. that he did all of this. For nothing. For nothing. Yeah. Yeah. You? Anything else you wanted to add for him? I, I He really had that like nurturing, really the protector role. He, you know, I was laughing that he doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. That he's standing yeah, around. Yeah, when he's watching them work. But yeah. I think his biggest flaw was letting Will stay. Yeah. But I got it at the same time because Sarah was the one. I think it was Sarah who was like, well, they know where we are now. Yeah, but his family didn't if the other thing wasn't a setup. Right. Let's say that wasn't. Let's take that out of the equation. That was just a coincidence. Okay. They could have. He could have just gotten rid of him and his his wife and daughter. Or why do I keep saying daughter? His wife (laughs) and son would never have known. But then is that cruel? Because it's, it's a your, cruel it's a world family. now. It's I a know. cruel world. 
But that's why I also venture to guess that this just happened because mm. you're not hardened enough, I mm-hmm. guess, to make that much more probable rash decision to I don't know. eliminate I think Paul him. was pretty hardened. Mm, I guess. I don't know. I don't think so. Anyway, best unlikable character. Uh, I put the it, mm-hmm. like the, the fear, well, I think you put it here, the paranoia. Mm-hmm. The whole situation, because it's what ultimately divided and created the issues with the families. And conquered them. And won. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I had the paranoia, because to me, it is the paranoia that builds. Mm. But I also put it as a side side (laughs) note, I still didn't like Will. I think it was... Intentional, yeah. Intentional to Mm -hmm. make you distrust him and dislike him. I don't think he was a bad person. Right. Because at any point in time, let's say a month went by. Mm Mm-hmm. Or two, that they were all hanging out. He could have done something. Yes, he could have. They could have done it from when they got there. Mm-hmm. Like, just taken over. Yeah. Since he had a gun. He had a gun this he whole time. He clearly had a gun, yeah. He could have gone and killed these people in their sleep. Yeah, Easily, yeah. If he really, I mean, I think they locked their door, but when you want to, you'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. So, eh, I I know. I there it, was though. just something about his character that irked me. Yeah. I get it. From the get-go. I mean, I think it's the fact that he broke in. Given, I get it. It looked abandoned. Why not? Yeah. And you're right. The director put that seed in my mind, and I can't let it go. Yeah. No matter what. I think it was on purpose, but I'm looking past it that I don't think he was bad. Mm -hmm. I don't think anybody was. I think they were just trying to do what was best Mm -hmm. for them. All right. What character would you be? This is where we choose who we would for each other, who mm-hmm. we would be in the movie. You can go first because I I don't know. Oh, I wrote that in the wrong place. I'm sorry. I, mm-hmm. I actually think you'd be Paul. I agree. I don't think you <laughs> would let, I don't think you would have made the mistake of letting Will go. What do you mean? I think you would have gotten rid of him because if you're. No, I think I would be like Paul where I would. You would? Keep him. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would be able to make that decision hmm. to get rid well, of Well, then you would be Paul. Yeah, in that sense. I think you would be, you have the Paul qualities as well, but I think you would be what you're saying, that you would have just killed him and gotten rid of him. Yep, eliminate the possibilities. Yeah, I, because I don't see you as anybody else. Um, maybe even will, because you are doing what you can to protect your family. Mm-hmm. But so would be, so would Paul. Right, they both are. The minute you expose your family to an outside source, yeah, yeah, it's you're all done downhill from there. Yeah, and clearly, Bud was the first one in this family unit to go, mm-hmm. so they didn't think about the fire attracting somebody's Anyone. attention yeah. or the sound of the gun. Right, either one. Correct. I mean, we've been in forests. We know how far sound can travel and how yeah. it can mislead you too. It can. Yeah. So, but mm-hmm. yeah, I guess. So we both be versions of Paul. Different versions of Paul. <laughs> I'd be the Paul that didn't let Will go. Right. And I would be the I would be the Paul in the movie. Yeah. Basically. Because I don't know if I would believe that there's goats and chickens. I would think, yeah, you're saying that to get me to get you, let you go. Right. That's my untrusting nature in a situation like this. I don't oh. think that I would be able to trust anybody outside my circle. It's honestly that's what it is. Right. Well, I guess I'm yep. trusting. Anyway. <laughs> I think so. Or more humanitarian than I am. Maybe. <laughs> Does it hold up? Yes. 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 
All right, now our seven rules. These are our seven rules on how to survive a horror movie. We watch the movies and apply the seven rules, see how many were broken, and how it increases or decreases chances of survival. And I will start with number one. Go for it. Don't say hello or who's there. Rule number two, turn on the lights. Rule number three, don't split up. Rule number four, don't go upstairs, the basement, or the attic. Or the forest. Mm. Rule number five, why are you going in there if it says do not enter, etc.? Looks spooky. It's a forest with the unknown. Rule number, uh, rule number six, make sure the bad guy is dead. And rule number seven, no Ouija board or seance. I have, I don't know, this one was tough. I really, I mean... They didn't really split up. I, Travis just kind of went, you know, chasing the dog. But I guess when the family split up, that's when I think it was a dire mm-hmm. situation in the house where I wasn't like, don't split up. Right. It was a splitting of the families mm-hmm. where it just created more tension. And I think that's what ultimately brought, uh, made them fall apart and go yep. against each other. Well, and also I think maybe why are you going in there or don't go I think that if if Travis were hallucinating, he wouldn't and sleepwalking, he wouldn't have control over it. But that would be one of them. Yeah, I guess so. So, so I mean, that's all I have. So one out of seven. But guess what? They all died. Yeah, they sure did. <laughs> so it didn't matter. Every single one of them. <laughs> exactly. Scream award. How many times does Erica, me, scream in a movie? Ah! Uh, I put one out of five. Something jumped out and I was like, ah. I didn't even remember that. I don't remember what it was either, but I did just one time. Mm -hmm. Okay. And our last one, our ratings. How many cups of horror do you give this movie? I gave it seven cups of horror. I also gave it a seven cups of horror out of ten. All right. So then we liked the movie. Yes. Very much. And we rented this movie on Amazon. Uh, It's on paramount plus but if you have with showtime mm-hmm. apparently that's where the confusion was it's very confusing it's very it's a very confusing time with all these streaming services yes. merging and adopting each other and all that <laughs> yes it's very confusing so it's a little frustrating hopefully everybody gets their adoptions cleared away <laughs> and, uh, cleared away so that we can all be one big happy streaming family right and we can really find where everything is because mm-hmm. it's very confusing recently but um, yeah, that's a wrap on It Comes at Night. I Now that you know about it, watch it again. I think it's worth watching again, knowing these theories to see how maybe they click mm-hmm. in place. If, if, and if you haven't watched the movie, well, we just ruined it for you. But I think it's still, it uh, and up. it's a visually good, it's uh, cinematography, I think, is really well done on this one. I will say that I actually enjoyed it even more this time around. Yeah. More so than I did last time. Of course, now I'm looking at movies with more of a critical eye than I was back then. Yeah. Um, but I, it kept playing in the back of my mind. Especially Same. the end. Same. The end was very jarring. Yeah. And that those two looking at each other, um, Paul and Sarah, like, yeah. this is it. Yeah. And they lost their child first. Yeah. Which is... Not just lost. They had to kill. Right. Ooh. Mm. So that's and it's it's interesting because you start the movie with a child saying goodbye to an Agra- older parent, mm-hmm. which is always hard. But then you end it with the harder one, which is a parent, a parent saying goodbye to a child, which is not the norm. Mm-hmm. That's not how it should be. And that's the bleak, depressing ending. And I'm here for it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. 
All right. That's a wrap. Thank you for joining us today on Horror Cafe Podcast. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at our handle at Horror Cafe Podcast. You can also check us out on YouTube at Horror Cafe Podcast and Gaming, where we have some short videos, short reviews, and you can watch me play horror games. And you can also visit us at horrorcafepodcast.com, where you can learn a little bit about us and also listen to our podcasts. If you're enjoying the podcast, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That'll really help us out. You can also choose to support the podcast with a monthly contribution. The link to this and everything else we've mentioned are in the notes section of the episode. And in the meantime, stay spooky. Bye, everyone. Bye.